0: Welcome to Shape the Coaches podcast, where every week it is our mission, our goal, to deliver to you a creative, inspiring, authentic message every Monday, every week. Like I said, we're back at it again. Thank you so much for tuning in. However you found your way here, I'm appreciative. I hope that you enjoy your time while you listen. If you're a first-time listener, I just want to say how grateful I am for you tuning in, giving us a chance Allowing us to learn and grow together. Like I said, my my aim every week is for you to take something from these messages, take something from my words that really gives you something to meditate on, think about a little bit, and hopefully gives you something that you can use moving forward in your life. And I always hope that you come back and continue to listen and even go back and listen to a lot of our previous messages, because a lot of the things that we talk about connect throughout the series that we're currently in and throughout the previous series that that we've done. You know, like I said, this is a journey as we learn and grow together. If you're a continuing listener, I just wanna say thank you so much for continuing to listen, continuing to tune in, checking us out every week, every other week, even if you only tune in once a month, I appreciate it so much. Thank you for all the commentary. Thank you for all the feedback and reviews. It means so much to me as I continue to deliver these messages messages week by week, continue to study and devote time to learning and going through my own journey, and then sharing my story. So this week, we are continuing our series, which is titled, I Am Human. And really, the purpose of this story was for us to talk about some of the things that I think we all go through as humans. Um, I think our human nature is connects us, and we all go through similar trials and tribulations, celebrations, mentalities, attitudes and habits. So we've been talking about we started with talking about how as humans we all have this need and want to be great. None of us want to be nameless. We all want to be known for something. We all want to reach our highest selves. And then that led us to talking about timing because for us to believe in God and the spirit of God living inside of us, we have to believe that God's timing is perfect and that our journeys are appropriate for what we're going through. So even our setbacks, our delays, and what we may consider mistakes, or even those slow periods of life, they're purposeful. And even in those moments where we feel like we might be rushing and life is moving too fast, that is purposeful. And so then we talked about being mindful and cautious not to crash out And that really was more about the power of our tongue and how sometimes the words that we speak, we have to hold ourselves accountable for our words and our actions. Because like I said, if we believe in the power of God, the spirit of God, then what we say will come true and our thoughts and our words will begin to manifest themselves. And so after talking about that, we also talked about the story of Peter denying Jesus three times and how sometimes... You know, we have to be ready to stand for what we believe in, but we also have to be willing to accept our faults and our mistakes and know that those things are purposeful, that they happen for a reason and that life brings us through changes. And so those changes that we see throughout our spiritual journey, those are, those are purposeful as well and that we are going to go through changes. Our life is fluid as human beings. We're always transitioning from one stage to another. So this week we are continuing that series, but I am going to go to a new book. We've been in the book of Luke and John, but now I'm going to the book of Acts and I'm going to read from chapter one, verses one through 11, and tell us a really a story about what happened after Jesus went through his resurrection, after he he left again, he ascended to heaven. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. So I'm reading from book, the book of Acts chapter one, and it reads like this. In my first book, I told you about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once when he was eating with them, he commanded them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but just in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive my power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, through Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of earth. After saying this, he was taken up into a cloud while they were watching, and they could no longer see him. And as they strained to see him rising into heaven, two white-robed men suddenly stood among them. Men of Galilee, they said, why are you standing here staring into heaven? Jesus has been taken from you into heaven, but someday he will return from heaven in the same way you saw him go. And so this week, continuing our series, I Am Human, we are going to talk about a part of our human nature that comes as naturally as timing, change, and our need for greatness. Another key ingredient of being a human is our ability and access to be a witness. And I think this is interesting because being a witness may sound simple, but being a witness to the power of God is something I think we can often overlook if we don't have the correct perspective. We have the ability as humans not only to see, but to think about what we saw, to meditate on what we've watched. And we have the power of thought, which allows us to be changed by what we have witnessed. Continuing to use the story. Peter and the Disciples illustrates how powerful being a witness can be. It's true that the Spirit of God wants us to be witnesses because as a witness, we have stories to tell. And we see this illustrated in the story above. Jesus acknowledged that he was planning on the disciples being his witnesses and going on to share his story and spread his message. This was all intentional. And when you are a witness, you are more than just an innocent bystander. You are somebody directly involved and being directly involved in the spreading of God's message provides you with power and protection. And that's why the title of this message is witness protection. And in the verses we read above, Jesus makes this a known fact. He makes it a point to explicitly tell the disciples who are actually now apostles that they will be used as his witnesses. This means that they have a purpose to carry out. They have a mission to complete. They have something to do. Like I said, they were directly involved. They were witnesses. They were with Jesus. They went through His journey with Him. And I believe this applies to us all. We've all been witnesses to miracles, either in our lives or the lives lives of others. We all have a story to tell and a reason to share that story. Sharing stories is literally how we help each other. Pro- progress through life. And so one thing that I think we will often underestimate as human beings is the power behind our stories and what we've witnessed. Being a witness means that you have endured. You are a survivor. You are protected. You have favor. And we have to take pride in this fact as human beings that you know that we were able to survive and endure something that we witnessed trials and tribulations, storms and waves. We must find strength to share our stories because we were strong enough to be witnesses to the power of God. And your story simply matters because it happened and it happened to you. We don't have to have the most extravagant or painful story for it to be important. It's important just because it's a story and it's a memory for you. and It's an experience, a lesson. If we believe everything in our life happens for a reason, then we must believe we have our story for a reason too. The the stories of Peter illustrate this beautifully for me. Through his story, we saw a man who walked with Jesus, who even doubted Jesus, discovered that Jesus truly was the Messiah, and then still denied Jesus three times. And then we see a man who wanted greatness and went through all the emotions that tracing greatness comes with. And through Peter, we saw how these lessons turn into a beautiful story. As an apostle, Peter and the disciples' only mission was to go and spread the gospel. His journey was to travel around the world and literally just share his story. The gospel is translated to be the good news, and the good news is the story of your trials and tribulations and your victory that's awaiting you on the other side. This required that he told people about the good, the bad, and and the ugly details that led him this far. Peter couldn't just tell them, oh, here I am now, a great man of God, telling you that God is great, God is holy. No, he had to be able to tell people, you know what? I used to be down and out. I was a fisherman. And when I first encountered Jesus, I fell down on my knees because I just felt so sinful. And then he had to then he had to talk about how he started to love himself and he started to learn more. And he even had to tell, tell them about how He was walking with Jesus, but at that same time, he was denying Jesus at the same time. All of those details matter. And that's what I'm saying. Your story matters with all those details. When we think about our own lives, we have to understand how much every win and loss has made us who we are today. The battle we face as humans comes twofold when it's time to share our story. We have to be able to, one, face our imposter syndrome that comes so naturally because we are prone to downplay our achievements. Like Peter, we're prone to just fall down and and cast ourselves as just so sinful. It takes time for us to learn how to internalize that we can be great, we can be successful, we can be and we're allowed to be happy. We have to learn to accept that good things happen to us and we deserve those accomplishments. The other half of the battle we face Is understanding that bad things do happen to everybody, not because you're a bad person, just because bad things are natural. We all go through down periods, we all take losses, and we all have mistakes to learn from. This duality is literally the essence of being a human being. Life is a constant ebb and flow of high tides and low tides. It's living in this balance that we find our protection as witnesses. The Spirit of God is forever at work inside of you and all around you. Your life is flowing naturally with the ups and downs, so you can be prepared to share your story. You have to find power in your story. I find it interesting that when Jesus tells them about the power of the Holy Spirit, he links the power directly to their ability and calling to be witnesses. We find power in our ability to share. As we learn to communicate what we're going through, our strengths grow, our connections go deeper, and we build off each other's mutual strengths and weaknesses. And so we are under witness protection at all times because the Spirit of God lives inside of us. And as long as we have a story to tell and we continue to find strength in telling our story, we're going to protect it. Each and every one of us is protected because of our story, because we have experiences to go through. And one thing that I find interesting that I want to close on is in these verses that I read, it starts off in my first book. The book of Acts is written by the same person who wrote the book of Luke, and that's Luke. And so Luke, even himself just writing his story, shows us the power of being a witness because Luke wasn't a disciple. He wasn't an apostle, but he was a witness. And he had a story to tell. His method of expression was writing, but he was protected because he was sharing his story. He was learning the lessons with the disciples and the apostles. And that just shows us how powerful it is to be a witness because you never know the impact you'll have just by simply sharing your story, sharing the lessons that you've learned, sharing the wisdom that is just deep inside of you that each of us has because we each have the spirit of the creator inside of us. So I want us to really take that to heart Take that home. Like I said, thank you so much for listening to another message from Shape the Culture's podcast. Make sure you visit us at shapetheculture.org. You, su- you can subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. You can also subscribe on shapetheculture.org, and I can send you the message directly. And however you found your way here, just reach out and say you know, what you learned. Give me any feedback, constructive criticism that you may have. I'll talk to you guys all next week. I love you all.